Hello, All Beard Inside listeners. We here at All Beard Inside understand that not everyone has the time to watch a YouTube video, so we are presenting the audio-only portion of the show here for your ear holes. This is the audio from episode 145 of the YouTube show, which was originally released on September 2nd, 2022. You could subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and most other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. I'm your not-so-humble host, Carp, and today we are in St. Albans City, Vermont, and joining me is Ryan of 14 Star Brewery. Carp, welcome, man. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you very much for hosting Thanks us today. For, really appreciate this. Thanks for coming uh, down across the border. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good to, that we could do this again. Yeah. You're our fourth, fifth U.S. interview, and it, it's just nice to come back to the States and drink some great beer from the states of Vermont and New York for you us. You say five? Yeah, I think you're our fifth. I love odd numbers, so I'm, I'm happy yeah. with that. Right. I believe you're our fifth. So 14 Star Brewery, uh, you brought me out some tasty looking beers here to try. What am I starting with here? So we have been in like this, this major kind of repositioning of our portfolio and our brand and our brewery over the last, uh, call it seven months. What I poured for you right in a row are the three new beers that are making up our three new core beers. Mm-hmm. You know, 14 Star has been really lucky to have this, this lineup of beers that has been kind of heritage beers. They've been there since the beginning. And we thought that the heritage lineup needed three new friends, <laughs> right? So the first up the bat was uh, a, is a beer called Citronade, okay. and it is a I got one myself here, um, and it is just a beautiful, <laughs> hazy oh. double New England style IPA celebrating all things Citra, uh, Citra through and through. And it is I would say that you know we have a lot of folks that come in here, and obviously you know, IPAs are still a major part of our business, <laughs> and <laughs> and they're like, well, I've drank in tribute, uh, you know, for ten years, and we're probably great. Don't stop drinking tribute. But if you wanted something a little different on the different profile side, you get the situation. Oh, so, as cheers. we do on the show, a toast. Cheers. Oh. It's, it's nice and balanced, too. It's not like the punchiness uh, that a citric can bring sometimes. It's super juicy, mm. but it's still got a good structure wow. to it. And this is a double? Yes. This is 7.7. And I, and I said this <laughs> I said this back in November, and I'm on record with our team, uh, that this will be one of the best kind of new releases selling beers in the state of Vermont in 2022. And I, I'm... I'm Pretty sure it's still going to be in that route. That's deceiving when you say a double. It's, I, I find you know good breweries can easily mask that that hall out, high yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Um, you know we have Emporium in Quebec City, sure. and I'm drinking the double IPAs. I'm like, why am I drunk? I'm like, oh, they're all eight <laughs> <laughs> percent. You know, it's you don't you don't feel it. So this is our hop explosion. Yeah. of all Citra, and I'm really yeah. happy the way this came out. Yeah. When when you get a double IPA, I find you it's it's always on that border of is it going to be too much? Sure. And this is incredibly well balanced. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I, I get giddy about this one yeah. because it is so, and now I see all these different folks kind of writing about it and drinking because now it's now now it's widely available. Mm-hmm. So it just came out really full market and call it March. It yeah. wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah, great to say. So I'm going to nurse it. Amazing. Uh, I mean, 14 Star, pretty long history, but, but what's what's your story with 14 Star and what's 14 Star's brewing uh Sorry. Sure. So I've uh, I've been doing this for uh, over 20 years. I started, uh, well, actually more than that, 23 years. When I went to college up here, I started working at Magic Cat on a bottling line back in the day, uh, trying to package, if you remember, they used to have nine packs. Mm-hmm. And they were brilliant marketing, but they didn't work at retail. And they were really hard to put, grab three bottles at a time. Uh, so I got a, got a little good experience on the back end of uh, Magic Cat. And uh, I eventually went to work for Longshore Brewing Company. I was one of the first sales and marketing reps hired. 20 plus years ago for the original founder. So really got to work in this industry. And it, I mean, as big as it even was still then, back then on Fridays, four or five of all the local breweries, mm-hmm. we'd all get together and have lunch together because there wasn't that many of us. And now, you know, 
during, yeah. with you know, Army 70, 72, I saw. Be a big lunch so, tab these yeah. days. Uh, so I did that, so worked for Longshore for 11 years, and then I ran a, uh, was part of a, a, the state's wholesaler team at Farrell Distributing, so I was a director over there. And in my years at Farrell, uh, we got to bring in a lot of brands, younger brands to the portfolio, mm -hmm. and I was 14 star. So I got to meet uh, Matt and Steve kind of right when they opened. Uh, and got to help bring them over to Farrell when, when we launched the brand. Uh, I believe we launched it with two draft accounts, maybe three, which was the original Valor Ale, which is still on top here. Okay. So I go back with them uh, since they started, and this is our 10th year in business at 14 Star, so it's a really important year for us to, you know, after a few years, all brands have to evolve, and this is our biggest year of evolution mm -hmm. uh, with what we're doing right now. That's amazing. And so the 14 star history, what do you, what do you know of it? Like what, what brought them to St. Albans city and not somewhere else? Sure. Yeah, Burlington's well, obviously your big boy. Yeah. That's where all the Canadians go and stuff. So what, so what made them decide like St. Albans city and, and the history of 14 star brewing? Well, they're from the area, okay. uh, born and raised in the area. And you know, they were both serving at the time. Uh, they've actually both still serve for, for our country. Uh, and they were thinking about retirement and they were thinking about what do we do and how do we get back to this area? Cause there was no breweries up here. Mm -hmm. So they decided, uh, you know, when they came home, they were going to they were going to start this brewery and they did it and they did it about a mile and a half down the road in a small garage. And I got to see it. I mean, the, the original brewery is probably the size of the bar that we're sitting <laughs> yeah. in right here. But which is really cool that we still have uh, one of the original pieces of equipment that we brew on to this day. It's a three and a half barrel system. It's called called our pilot system. Mm -hmm. uh, so they wanted to come back and do something uh, for for this neck of the woods. And they started and they. They, they started to make Valor Ale, and all of a sudden, it was gone in one day. And it was, they brew another batch, and it was gone the next day. And they started to really become uh, well-known for producing really good quality beer. Uh, and that's what it all starts with, right? The beer. And so they progressed, and they eventually moved into this space where you're, where you're sitting and looking, and it's a, it's a big facility. Yeah. I, I don't know if the same laws apply here. I know in uh, Ottawa, uh, in our capital, we, there was two breweries, uh, Conspiracy Theory and Evergreen Craft, and they literally started in their own garage. And... In Ottawa, in Ontario, you're allowed to separate. You can make your garage your business and your home your home. So I don't know if that's the same rule where they were all of a sudden selling beer to friends and family. It, it wasn't their mailing address at home. Okay. It, it was actually it was a garage. The garage is still okay. down there or something else. But yeah, it was it was a it was a garage uh, not at their home, but, okay. but okay. probably you know a few yeah. miles away. So that's cool. But really humble beginnings. Yeah. Uh, and what's really neat is that humble beginnings from 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 two really humble guys, and mm -hmm. they still are today. And uh, they're, they're, they're still serving, like I said, and uh, they've got their own lives, and, and we're here to make sure that 14 Star is, is carrying on. And again, yeah. 10 years, we're, we're calling this year our decade of dedication, and, <laughs> and that's what we've been trying to do is dedicate ourselves to kind of the next 10 years of this brewery, which, which are going to look a little different than the previous time. Yeah, it, it's nice to see that you clearly survived the pandemic. You're thriving, from what I can tell. I don't know the lockdowns. I know Vermont had some pretty solid lockdowns like we did in Quebec, so... The fact that I'm sure your locals are stepping up and grabbing cans, and yeah, I might not be able to eat here today, but let's get something to go to because you guys have food on site. So I'm sure the locals are more than like, let's let's step up, let's spend more money than we usually do, buy merch. Just you know, there's always a beer drink. If there's not a beer drinker in your life, there's somebody who's gonna like a hoodie. Just buy a hoodie, <laughs> buy a gift card. Yeah, buy it's a hoodie. So so that, not that hard. So. That, that's our new bumper sticker. Buy yeah. a hoodie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the pan, the the COVID restrictions and COVID and, and the pandemic were it treated every brewery differently. I mm. was uh, I was working for a wholesaler, so I got to um, interact with fifty or sixty brands to understand how they were dealing with it. And mm -hmm. you know, this brewery, uh, think about it. In, in one day, you lost half of your account base. Um, they were doing curbside to go, and you know what it. It, it did survive, and mm -hmm. we are stronger than ever. And it gave us an opportunity at the same time 
to kind of think about what we're going to be doing down the road with, with kind of going into our 10th year. And it gave us an opportunity to pivot a little bit, and it gave us an opportunity to rethink, does 14 Star continue on the same path that it was on, or does it take an alternate path and a slight adjustment with a new portfolio, mm -hmm. a new kind of way that we strut ourselves around town? And we kind of double down on the state of Vermont, and we're doubling down on our, on our portfolio with, with new styles. And that all is a result because of the time spent thinking about, you know, what we're going to do when we come out of this. Yeah, it's, um, I, I find the brewing industry just adapted so quickly. Yeah. Um, I, I know at home in, in Quebec, unfortunately, there's no shipping to home, where uh, the province over, there was shipped to home. So it's like, oh, I got family in the province over, let's just ship to their home, <laughs> and I'll go get it. So would, did Vermont also allow that, where you could ship to home, or...? Uh, it's no, just pickup only. Yeah, it's pickup. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no shipping. It's pickup. So, so a lot of breweries did um, uh, the the the, the, cut, the to go in the yeah. parking lots, but again, thankfully, uh, since we've got a, a good production staff mm -hmm. in our, we've got you know world class brewers here, we were able to continue to make beer and we were able to make sure our wholesaler had it. So stores, for the most part, remained full. Yeah. Uh, and in some opportunities. It gave us an opportunity to put some more beer in cans and some more beer retail. So although our draft business was decimated, uh, it's nice to see our draft business uh, as we sit here today mm -hmm. really, really growing. And, and we, you know, we love we love seeing different types of draft in the market. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people at the beginning of the pandemic are oh, you know, support. Uh, you should support local. I'm like, I'm a decade ahead of you guys. <laughs> you know, I've been drinking local Montreal beer for 15 years. Yeah. I've been coming to Vermont for five. You know. Uh, the state of New York. My folks had a place in Jay-Z, so I was always going cool. local there too. It's there's to me. There's no question. I'm, I'm going to support a local company. Sure. And yes, I still buy from Amazon, but you know, there's some stuff that you just can't get. <laughs> that's that's at Amazon. Yeah, we have. So. A, we, that's that's and that's the that's the Vermont mentality, yeah. right? Supporting each other, supporting the state of Vermont. I mean, mm -hmm. Vermont has is known for its makers. Makers, not not just of beer, but anything fermented, anything distilled, yeah. anything you know. Uh, you go to the farmer's market, which is right down the street from us right now, and you'll see probably 12 or 15 crafters selling things. And it's all Vermonters there shopping. Yeah. Um, hopefully some Canadians, though. Yeah. Um, Nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Please. But yeah, taking care of each other is certainly kind of an ethos here that you don't have to, you don't have to, we, we, we don't talk about it a lot because we just do it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, yeah. there's no other way that we do things here. Yeah. 14 Star Brewing, um, I'm get, you know, I, I'm not sure of this, but Vermont is the 14th state, right? Bingo. Okay, so that's why it's called 14 Star Brewing. Is I'm really glad you, wanna, you said that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not sure, and I wanted you to did a not good sound job. like an idiot. You so. did a good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's why it's 14 Star Brewing Correct. and not, you know, St. Albans City Brewing or uh, the owner's, like, some sort of punny combination no, of the name. That's exactly what you said. Okay, so simple enough. Nice and simple. Why complicate things? That's right. There we go. Awesome. Sim simplicity yeah. is key at, yeah. at all times. And, and that's what the logo comes from, is there's 14 stars in the logo, so. Yeah, so the, the logo has obviously changed over, mm -hmm. I, was seeing, I was looking around to see if we had no logo in here, uh, <laughs> and, we, and we don't. Uh, but, uh, so we've got, so when we redid the tap room, uh, yeah. we took a lot of our heritage pieces that are out back. We're actually going to be decorating the, the back area with all of our kind of our history and our heritage pieces. We just mm -hmm. haven't gotten to it yet. But yeah, the logo has taken some, some, some changes. Uh, um, there's actually, when you pull up to the building, you could have seen it on the wall. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's actually right in front of us. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there is one. Uh, <laughs> so you can see the kind of the, the, the older version with the, with the stars and okay. we'll, we'll get a close up. Uh, so yeah, so the 14 stars uh, mm -hmm. represents the 14 state. Very cool. Nice and simple, straightforward. No question about so. it. I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you know, so sometimes I absolutely love the punny stuff, and then sometimes I'm like, let's just keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. 
it's all over the place. Uh, I mean, the palette's super unique. What made the team decide to have kind of the state of Vermont as your flight? Uh, well, we've got, again, we talked about makers, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of good woodworkers in the state, and I, I believe, I be I'm fairly confident, 97% sure, that this came from Maple Landmark, which is a business in Middlebury. And I've, I've worked with them in the past on other types of materials like this in my old lives. So, yeah, we, we love the kind of the handmade kind of Vermont uh, feel, the wooden boards, and uh, it's actually time for us to order some more. So yeah. we, have to, we have to get some new ones on order. That's good. Uh, you know, it's, it's supporting local, and, you know, I... I'm a broken record about this local, local, local. There's no question about it. Yes, let's be realistic. Some stuff can't be local, but everything else can be local. Agreed. You know, I just went and had to buy some storage bins because I've started collecting physical media, and they said made in Canada. So I'm like, yep, here we go. That's so, awesome. <laughs> there's, there's... Well, you know, not to skip ahead on beers, yeah. but but the, the beer that's uh, at the end there for you is okay. called our Vermont Fresh Ale. Mm -hmm. And talk about local. Uh, one thing that that as weather patterns pattern changes across the country. <laughs> Um, Vermont is it, Vermont has been able to grow hops for, for, for really really yeah. long, really long time, but now the hops coming out of Vermont are really really good. I mean, so we've got a beer here that's got all local Centennial, uh, Nugget, and Cascade, I believe, okay. uh, with all Vermont malts. So I mean, we're it's... able to, we're able to start talk about local. So local used to always mean about supporting other businesses, mm -hmm. but now local for us also means we can start supporting local agriculture, yeah. which is as important as it gets to me. It's, it's super important. Yes, it is. That you you're sticking with local now yes sometimes to the best of your ability yeah, right we can't yeah. we can't always do that for no. some of our core beers because mm -hmm. of the types of hops that we use or because of the bulk that we yeah. use but when we can where we can we're going to make sure that we're supporting local agriculture 100 percent. that's yeah. that's what I, cool. you know let's be realistic sometimes you just can't get it where you are sure. where you are so sure. uh, let's do that Vermont right. fresh yeah. ale i know we're kind of going out of order there but it's it's I mean, beer just you know, enjoy it a toast so this is a this is kind of a east coast style pale mm -hmm. uh, hazy pale I, I grew up uh, in the beer industry um, thinking Sierra Nevada uh, was, was it, it still is. I still think yeah. that. I have such respect for Sierra Nevada. And um, I, I still to this day drink Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. So I wanted something obviously a little different mm -hmm. than that. But this, so this is a kind of a, an East Coast style pale, hazy, and it's got the all, again, local malts uh, and all local hops. Awesome. That is incredibly refreshing. It is. Mm. It's crazy. I, I, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm thankful we didn't wow. put this in a can. Yeah. Because it would have been a deadly Saturday afternoon. On, on the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me, it's uh, recently, like with the pandemic, I started pairing a beer with a horror movie. But it's always like, oh, well, the horror movie's two hours long. I better drink a few more beers. And it's like, uh, where'd the movie go? And so we made this. Uh, so we do a lot of collaborations. I, I, I've, mm. count, I've counted over 40 in the last uh, seven or eight years, this company. And this one is with the Vermont Fresh Network, which is an organization, nonprofit that that supports and helps to make sure that people are uh, shopping and using a local Vermont growing ingredients so cheers fantastic no super crushable that's that's deceiving beer you know with the haziness you don't expect like a crushability like that and yes it's uh wow what's your cameraman's name uh that's phil <laughs> we'll yeah. have to get him one later yeah 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 <laughs> awesome um when the the owners started 14 stars did they run into kind of difficulties um was now you're one of the slightly older vermont breweries any kind of permits or the city of St. Albans is like, eh, we don't know about having a brewery, kind of roadblocks and difficulties that you know of that they had creating the 14-star brand. Yeah, of course. I mean, not so much the, the city and the town here. And, and Vermont officials have always been very, very welcoming for this, mm -hmm. this type of industry. Um, the difficulties uh, back then would have been, uh, obviously, capital, uh, would have been uh, investment into um, the new business, uh, trying to understand how much you should make, what you should make, 
because uh, cash flow back then uh, is, is relatively tight. So if you've got X amount of capital and you're putting it in the beers and uh, those beers don't sell as fast, you, mm-hmm. you need to recoup. So it's probably a lot of the early days we're understanding how to invest in the brand. And it's not so much different as it is today being 10 years in. We still have to be very thoughtful because although we have a decent sized brew house back there, right? It's a 30 barrel brew house. Yeah. It's a pretty good facility. We still have to be very, very thoughtful on what we do with, mm-hmm. with, with, with our investments because we're a small group, we're a small team, and we have a lot of beers out there. So we have to make sure that what we're doing uh, is financially uh, and, yeah. and uh, prudent for, for, for the long term. And it was the same for them back then. Yeah. And they were a small operation. There was only a uh, first couple of years in business, it was really two or three of them. Yeah. I mean, it's the same, you know, people are always drink fresh, yes, because fresh beer is the best. Sure. So it's, it's making sure that you're not drain pouring any cans sure i mean that's that's a kick in the butt financially when you're thinking about it so (laughs) and constantly pumping out a good product and not having to oh we missed something crap we got to pour a full 30 barrel (laughs) thing down the down the drain that's yeah i mean mean, i'll tell you if you ever want to do a job shadow yeah (laughs) uh, you should hang out with 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 a brewery's you know operational director or or head brewer and and see how they have to Mm. you know come back here sometime and watch prescott and the crew figure out how they have to kind of lay out their 30-day plan with ordering and logistics and making sure things arrive on the right yeah. time and make sure there's enough. It's a, it's a, it's a puzzle. Yeah. I know if, if I were to ever start a brewery now, I personally don't brew. And do you brew homebrew at all? Or? I don't. Okay. Uh, do you well, see yourself maybe homebrewing at some point? I'm, uh, I'm going to start shadowing. I, I, well, let me take that back. Yeah. I have, over the years, I have, I have shadowed and I have brewed with brewers. Mm-hmm. I have just not brewed on my own. Yeah. Uh, I, I've always thought the same. It's, you know, um, my, my nephew's like, oh, I'm thinking about getting into beer. I'm like, kid, just go start washing kegs and yeah, follow yeah. the brewer. Absolutely. And it starts there. That's exactly where it You starts. don't have to go to the Niagara School of Brewing or whatever. Yeah, my, the equivalency is here. I know it's the Sibel Institute in Chicago. You know, that's those are the big name brewing schools. But you could just go to a local place, learn from my, a home brewer, my, come to a... My cousin moved up from Connecticut uh, a couple of years ago. He started working on a canning line uh, down in uh, Burlington. He's, and he's brewing now. So it started mm-hmm. with just getting into the back of the house, learning the trade and getting on the getting your chance. Yeah. Uh, you got quite a, a mix of names. You actually have some names, and then just kind of what type of beer it is. What what made what was that decision to have both, and not just everything puns or everything this or everything that? So it's not a hard decision. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a uh, it's a it's a working dialogue that that we have as a company, and that I'm trying to understand with where we go down the down the road. So, you know, our our think about it as our core beers: uh, Citronade, Code mm-hmm. Name, Wayfinder, Valor, Maple Breakfast. Those have all come from uh, a, a name that we felt fit that, that, that beer. Where then you look at some of the other beers where, you know, um, uh, the Creamsicle uh, or the, um, the Betty Witt. Yeah. That, that was a playoff, the Pink Boot Society. Betty White had just passed away. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I prefer, and I think where we're going to be going down the road is I, I like how our core beers have names that feel right for the beer. Like mm-hmm. Way, Wayfinder is a new, new beer for us. And that felt pretty good for us because... Over the last seven months, we've been wayfinding our way into the new future, and that one's kind of like a, a symbolic piece for us that we named. Uh, but when you see some of our, our specialty beers that hit the market, you know, next year specifically, they'll be called what they are, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a pineapple IPA coming out uh, next week. Uh, we have a um, we have our B72 coming back, which was our original kind of double IPA. It's okay. come back for a little 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 honeymoon period for our anniversary. But it's kind of a balancing act. There's not, there's, not a, there's not a written policy on how we name our beers, but I like to either have our core beers have a name that we feel good about, it associates with it, or we have um, on our specialty, mm-hmm. it's, it's saying what it is. I like, I, I, I've always been drawn to beers that say exactly what they are on the label. Yeah. I don't want to be confused. I'm easily confused. 
Who does uh, the, the labeling? Is that somebody local? Do yeah, you have a no, graphic David, artist David takes wor- care David's of it? David's worked for us. Uh, boy, he's been here probably seven, seven out of ten, maybe eight. I think he was. Um, he was. Um, he was, I don't remember exactly how he came. I know he was working for a local publication and, and the owners had asked him to kind of help on the side and he became full-time. He, he really plays a huge part for us. He does all the creative, uh, does a lot of our marketing, also does a lot of our kind of our event setup and he's got a very dynamic role. But yeah, we're, it's all in-house, it's all through David and uh, we've got a nice dynamic on how we do that. Almost like a project manager type of, type yeah, of role yeah, in a sense with graphic artists. You very know cool. That's a great job title for yeah. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember when I first came here, I got your maple breakfast stout in a bottle, mm. uh, but everything's kind of in cans now. Was that was that a shift uh, to, because I know cans, uh, I think it's something like 90% of the aluminum on the planet is all recycled from mm-hmm. uh, aluminum. What made you guys sick to stick with most cans or have do you have both? The market. The, okay. The, 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 you know, when you're in, when you're in this industry, uh, you, you have to follow where the trends are, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can go against the trends on certain things, which we do too. Yeah. But when it comes to our beer at retail, it's, it's, it's dominated specifically in Vermont and in the region in the 16 ounce can format. Mm-hmm. We will introduce 12 ounce cans next year. We're going to have a 12 pack available next year and who knows what else we put in the 12, into the 12 ounce can. Uh, but the bottle, the market for the bottle is just not there. And for a brewery of our size and us, we can't just go buy a bottling line. Yeah. Right. We probably that's probably a pinch out of the budget. I'd rather yeah. build a beautiful beer garden than yes. have a, than have a bottling line. But we are, and I'll, so I'll put I'll put our team on the spot because we've talked about this back and forth. And I don't want to say I guarantee, but I pretty much closely kind of really sort of guarantee that at the end of the year we're going to have a bottle or two available uh, for our anniversary at the end of the year yeah. in one of the original formats with 22 ounce with mm-hmm. with one of our our core beers yeah. for the for the for the anniversary. I do like that when it, it is an anniversary of a place and they're like, okay, here's, we did 500 bottles of this and that's it. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, friend, friends of the show, Kanawa, uh, Drew Kanawaki Brewing, so that's what he does is everything's in cans except for these yeah. once a year, super rare. You know, he made a barley wine his first year, which I still have a bottle of the first year mm-hmm. barley wine, which is fantastic. And then he aged one for the last three years of that barley wine in a, in a barrel of something and that's also in a bottle. So and it's like, that day where I cra- I can get the guys over again and we can enjoy some beers and crack them both open. Sounds I just really I can't great. wait for those days. And that's personally my brand is these are just better at the beach yeah. or whatever I'm doing sure. or if I'm going out to play softball or, or sure. whatever. Sure. Outdoor recreation. Get it, get it in the can. Um, yeah. If I'm playing softball and the ball hits this, it doesn't go <laughs> and ruin everything. So. Well, well, I was in. You know, I, I have I have very vivid memories when I was in craft back in the Long Trail days when the original founder, uh, he, who was a brilliant man, but he he, the consumer wasn't ready for craft beer in cans. There yeah. was a quality concern. They thought that the quality would be different. And although back then it, it probably would have been, yeah. but now as technology has come and it's just it's it's such a more approachable format. I, if I could do a six pack glass bottle right here at this brewery, I would do it tomorrow, mm-hmm. but we can't. So this is the format um, and somewhat somewhere towards the end of the year to be able to have that original 22 ounce bomber with, with one of our heritage beers and mm-hmm. it with the old logo as a, as a thank you back to the customers will be really important. And I'm going to cherish that beer <laughs> For sure. Um, I'm noticing there's kind of some unique, because uh, since we're behind the bar, there's some unique mugs. Are those uh, mug clubs? 
No, the, okay. <laughs> those are actually uh, uh, those are coffee mugs. Uh, oh, okay. From our friends at uh, Vermont Adaptive Ski and Sports, who's one of the groups that we we help raise awareness okay. from. But but we are actually, and I could I could, I could prove it in my inbox. <laughs> uh, we are having a conversation the next two weeks. We're we are going to be starting a small mug club. Okay, like a founders club type of thing. Yeah, yeah we don't. Yeah, quite I love know. all of those things. Yeah, it's, to me, it's like it's going to be a smaller base. But um, and I I have a couple mugs mm -hmm. myself and uh, around around the state of Vermont. And I I really wanted one to be here, and I wanted it to be. Somewhat unique and special because at the end of the year, my thought is the consumer will be able to take it home and we'll yep. get a new one for. Them. But yeah, yeah, it's good. It's yeah. Coming. yeah. I, I love the concept of the mug club and you, you get something with it too. So well, thanks uh, for saying that because I'm when always Jackie Prescott that. and Dave here. This so, you know. <laughs> amazing. Uh, you mentioned you've done a bunch of collabs yeah. uh, in the past. Uh, do you see the brewers or yourselves doing some future brewing collabs when totally. it comes to coming oh. up some beers? Any oh. any dream ones in in your opinion that you'd love to see? Oh, you know what? I don't know. I, I don't know about that. About dream ones. I know that they're all special because they all mean that people are coming together to brew some beer together. So we just brewed one with Mill River, which is mm -hmm. a brewery down the road, uh, another brewery in town, uh, and we did a we did a blueberry blonde, I okay. believe, for the brew fest that's coming up in a few weeks. Uh, but no, we have um, there's a handful of folks that we're talking to right now that 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 we want to collaborate with, and the fact that we've got a a nice three and a half barrel pilot brewery system that mm. you see a lot of these beers here that are from that. We have the ability to do that and it doesn't interrupt kind of our, our main flow. I mean, you mentioned before the show that you'd love to get, you know, Vermont beers up to Montreal and I'm sure Montreal beer is down to yeah. here. Is there any breweries in Montreal that you'd love to work with? You know what? Um, I, I don't know that offhand. Okay. I haven't done my due diligence on that, yeah. but I could tell you that I'd love to have our beer available up there. And if that reality does happen, uh, I can guarantee I'll be making a call to a friend who will be making some personal introductions for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting a deal. I, I've, yeah, I've, learned, I've met a lot of people doing this. So there's still so many more just yeah, in yeah. Montreal alone. So no, I haven't been able to explore that because I've been so I've been so busy into this market. Mm -hmm. But but hopefully uh, down the road the, the, our beers can be available and it will give me a chance to go up yeah. and have that. All right. Well, what's the next beer I'm going to try here? I'm going to do the pills or, or the other. Well, let's go with the code name. Okay. So the code name is our. Um, is our so this beer came out in um, early May, and this mm -hmm. is our hazy session. So one thing okay. that we didn't have here uh, from a for a full time offering was we we had we had our big double IPAs, but we didn't have anything that kind of sat in the middle. So this is a code name. It is a hazy session uh, with mosaic and citra, and it is it, it's got the essence of a big double, but mm -hmm. it really I mean coming in at four point seven percent is just magical. Yeah. I'm really starting to dig this session uh, beers. So. Yeah, cheers. A toast. Cheers. Yeah, the profile. This uh, uh, Andrew did a did a hell of a job on this. Um, we we asked him to have. We asked him back in January if we could have a brand new hazy session available in May. And after he uh, gave us a dirty <laughs> stare for a few times and said, "Sure, I'll make it happen." Uh, <laughs> he made it happen, and he absolutely crushed it. And this yeah. beer is being received across the state of Vermont. It's a huge kind of fanfare. So, mm. cheers, to Andrew. Yeah, super light, nice, crushable, but big flavor. Mm -hmm. uh, you, 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 I would never guess this is four point four point eight four four point seven percent. No, it tastes like a five point five, maybe five point eight. So mm -hmm. it's uh, you know just that that one percent less as you can have, maybe one more. Now you never drink a drive. Always enjoy responsibly. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, you could have a couple of these, no problem, mm -hmm. and then. Just make sure you've only had a couple of those and then maybe go on the road this after is, an hour or two. This is the house beer so, yeah. for all of us, right? This, the next beer that we'll try. Yeah. Uh, and we have a beer, it's not on, unfortunately, uh, today. We went through we went through it all, but we did a, a Mexican lager style mm -hmm. called Champlanico. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that will be back next year. But that that yeah. was like the 
that was definitely the house beer for about uh, six weeks. But we're this is definitely this this code name beer for us is kind of you'll see this in heavy rotation when yeah. uh, when we're on staff staff break. <laughs> I'm starting to notice that a lot of breweries where it's they'll be doing the Mexican lager, the Japanese lager, or this lager or that lager. So it's it's nice to have multiple lagers to, yeah. to choose from, and, and lager to me is that's that's your that's your gateway beer that I find is that. You get your Bud Molson Coors drinker in, and what's this crap beer stuff? To me, it's a lager. But what would you introduce that BMC drinker to? A 100%, I can answer that. I didn't pour it for you, but we can have it after. It would be our golden ale. Okay. Uh, our golden ale is, is built uh, for the drinker that hasn't yet identified what profiles they want to see when, mm -hmm. they're, when they're drinking IPAs or they're drinking lagers. They, they're not sure yet. So the customer that comes in and says, you know, I, I, I drink a lot of... I, I don't I don't drink a lot of craft beer. I drink yeah. I drink a lot of domestic beer, imported beer. And as soon as we hear that, we pour a uh, pour a pint of the golden, and it, it, it never fails. It's still one of our best selling beers here. That's good. So that's yeah, awesome. the golden yeah. ale. I would say with, without a doubt, that's that's that we're we're trained to yeah. let folks know that the golden ale is your is your yeah. is your beer that we recruit you with. Yeah. Here's something easy, a little bit of maltiness to it. Yeah. Yeah, and Welcome. that's what you're used Welcome. to. With, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, now, I know you guys have food as well with the grazers, I saw. Is that, do. Is that yeah. correct? Yes. Uh, yep. Is there a food and beer pairing, or do you just kind of make suggestions? So we do. We have them, uh, we have them out at the tables. Uh, okay. I can, I can see them from here. Uh, okay. But, yes, we do offer uh, burger and beer pairings. Mm -hmm. uh, we also do some special collaborations. So start. I think it's um, starting in two weeks, we have our pineapple IPA coming out. So the grazers team is going to do some sort of themed... Uh, you know, Caribbean-style, <laughs> pineapple-driven uh, yeah. uh, flavors to kind of match the beer. So, yeah, we do collaborate on that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Chris, who just walked in, uh, uh, when, he's feeling, uh, when he's feeling ready, will sometimes uh, hit us up with new burgers, and we'll, we'll pour a bunch of beers, and we'll, we'll round table and see what, what pairs best. Oh. Heavy debating. Yeah, it's heavy debate. It sounds so difficult. Just, oh, here's what? some delicious food with yeah, beer. You know, it, oh, no. I always joke because, you know, I always joke because it always happens on the day that I'm supposed to go home and cook a big dinner for family, <laughs> and it's like I get home, and I'm like, uh, okay. I've had three cheeseburgers and a couple of beers. Yeah, pasta. Yeah, yeah. just always falls. <laughs> yeah. You got you have to change that date to the big big dinner at no, home. No, you just got to play with it. You just <laughs> got to go. Um, I keep seeing popping up on your screen the Josh Pelota Fund. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what is that? So that is our. So you're seeing that floating uh, mm -hmm. today because so every uh, every uh, every Tuesday mm -hmm. uh, we celebrate one of our one of our beneficiaries or nonprofits that we try to raise awareness for. Okay. So so last month, if you were here, you would have seen Vermont Adaptive Skiing Sports, which helps disabled folks get back on the mountain. This month, uh, we're talking about promoting the Josh Pilata Fund. Uh, Josh actually served with the founders uh, okay. and, um, and passed away a couple of years ago, uh, PTSD. And uh, Josh's mom started Josh's house, which is which is critically important to helping uh, veterans who are okay. struggling uh, to make sure that they know that they have someone mm -hmm. to talk to. And so we're, we're raising awareness for Josh, Josh Pilata yeah. Fund, Josh's house, okay. the entire month of August. And then next month, uh, we will be celebrating the American Red Cross. Uh, okay, okay. Blood shortages at yeah. all-time low. So we yeah. use our platform to promote a lot of nonprofits to make sure that people understand uh, how they can help them to mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I even saw a brood with a mission to give back. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's very important is, it, it you is. know, because you're giving to us, we have to, it, it's our literal mission to give back to you. We, we, so. we have always been, this brewery has, so first of all, I should back up and say that I don't think craft beer across the country, and probably in Canada mm -hmm. too, doesn't get enough credit for how much they do mm -hmm. to give back to nonprofits and folks that yeah. are out there in the, in, in the industry. It is tremendous if you actually look pound for pound what the craft brewing industry does versus other industries, how mm -hmm. much they give back. We're a small piece of it, and how we do it is 
we can't cut checks to make people's lives different because we're not big enough. Yeah. But we can remind people to, hey, learn about the Josh Pilot Fund. Learn about mm -hmm. the American Red Cross. Learn about Martha's Kitchen, which is a food bank a mile away that yeah. we raise money for. So, yeah, that's that's important to us. It's important to the founders, and it's uh, it's an important piece of the heritage that will never go away. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, um, same thing with, uh, you know, all influencers and people crap on some influencers because they're just in it for themselves but there's guys based in ontario called the southern ontario beer boys mm -hmm. and they literally every year do a craft beer golf tournament uh, cool. and it's the donations are done to the masterville children's hospital yeah, that's correct and because of them that the eventual plan as us as all beer inside is to do the philanthropy thing yeah and you know yeah we're just coming here and we're enjoying some beers today and we're shooting the shit but eventually but you did I'd like though. to give back but, you, but so. you just called out you just you just mentioned the fact that we had beneficiaries and you yeah. talked about them, so you did it. You did do that, and that's yeah. what, that's what, and that's exactly why we have those 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 banners up to talk about those groups because because we just talked about it. Yeah, and it's important, you know. People don't realize that it's that a lot of people just be like, oh, let's go drink a beer. But what is what's a brewery doing for yeah. your, yeah. your well, neighborhood? And and even when you think about it, that the taxes that that brewery is bringing into that borough, that city, that province or state, it all builds up. There's not a single brewery that I could name that I'm not aware of that they don't do something mm -hmm. to provide some sort of relief, support, or awareness for groups that mean a lot to them. There's not one. So, yeah. you, so you should ask your local brewery who, who those groups are because you, you'll probably be amazed by, by who they support. Yeah, I know a couple of our, our local ones. It's always it's, you know Pink Boots. There's Brave Noise. There's uh, uh, Black is Beautiful. All, yeah, the, yeah. all the charity beers that came out. Uh, I joked around where we were driving to the middle of Ontario and we see that they released online. And by the time we actually got to the brewery, they were sold out. I'm like, whoa, what the hell? I wanted to buy it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's okay, you got beat no to fair. it. Yeah. So this, this beer, forget me not. Yeah. Um, so that beer is to raise awareness for um, the Alzheimer's Association okay. and the Vermont chapter, so forget me not. So we had, there's an event in, in, in the US called The Longest Day that promotes uh, Alzheimer's and we have an event here and mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, hopefully raise some awareness and money for yeah. that too. So yeah, it's part of our ethos. Awesome. Uh, so, you know, I kind of know the area, but for my viewers who don't, uh, somebody comes, 14 star, tries a bunch of good beers, buys a few cans, mm -hmm. friends in the area to definitely check out. Yeah, the list is long. <laughs> so you're going to need two days. <laughs> uh, definitely in St. Albans, there's a beautiful new Main Street. The, the town of, the city and town of St. Albans has done a tremendous, I've had the luxury of traveling the state of Vermont for 20 plus mm -hmm. years. And there are a handful of towns who have, who are, have really shown themselves to kind of reinvent the town new people coming into town, new restaurants, new food and drink. So St. Albans has a handful of, of really great places to visit, not only right on Main Street, new shops, new bike shop, two new restaurants. Um, really easy to get yourself lost in an entire day up here with the lake and the rail trail and the bike trails. Um, but you'd, you'd be crazy not to enjoy all that. Again, Mill River Brewing right down the street. Um, but then head down south and head to Burlington. I mean, Burlington is, uh, we're, we're so lucky to have that so close. And that's where I'm heading after this today, to go visit some <laughs> friends in the industry down there. So, you know, you got, you got such amazing breweries down there, Zero Gravity. You've got um, American Flatbread. You've got, you've got Queen City, which is one of my favorite breweries out there. So there's, there's so much. It's almost, it's almost mildly overwhelming, uh, the yeah. number of food and beverage options and, 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 and restaurants to visit. But... But the lake, you know, obviously the Lake Champlain starts right here, goes all the way right through Burlington, mm -hmm. farther than that. So there's so much to do here that, you know what, you need three days. Yeah. Not, so <laughs> you need a three-day vacation. You start in St. Albans, uh, you work your way toward Burlington, and you see where it takes you. I mean, speaking of vacations, uh, clearly you're very, very busy, but you have two weeks open up. And two you can weeks? take, let's say two weeks open up. <sighs> and two you days. have that beercation that you've never <laughs> taken that you could take before. Now you could be, oh, I want to go to Denver, or oh, I want to go to Europe. 
Like, what's that dream beercation that you've never taken? Oh my God, I don't think I've ever thought about that. <laughs> I think I think it's so far out of reality uh, for me. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Everybody we speak to um, just last like, what do you mean two weeks off? Two that weeks. doesn't exist. Wow. <laughs> I think you know what? I, I'm going to spin that a pinch. One one thing that that I have the luxury and the ability to do is I travel and meet breweries all the time. I've, I've sat with five Vermont breweries in the last two weeks to kind of see what they have going on. So to me, I kind of already do that. I kind of already live that. Mm -hmm. I kind of already live that dream. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in breweries all the time networking with folks. So, you know, Vermont, I, I, I still never get sick and tired of visiting all of our friends in Vermont. It's, it's something I still have a passion for. I love going to the state of Maine, heading up to Maine. Actually, you know, I'm heading to Maine in, in okay. two weeks. Uh, so. I'm sure I'll explore Maine breweries. We're actually launching 14 Star in Maine in a few oh, weeks, so I'll cool. be there that week. Um, I guess if I was going to go overseas, uh, I also have a, a, a fun wine background, but I, I would say if I was going to go overseas, I probably would explore. Um, I probably would love to explore Germany. Um, yeah. Probably would love to explore uh, England. I'd love to go. Um, we used to work. The wholesaler would sell a lot of Sammy Smith. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see the original you know, Sammy Smith brewery. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's this last beer I got here? What did I give you? That is the um, that is the new Czech style pilsner yes. uh, that we dubbed Wayfinder, and we have a blog on our uh, website uh, called Wayfinding, and I encourage you to read it. And mm -hmm. it gives you a good sense of where we were in December and where we are today, starting our new path. Yeah. And a lot of it has been wayfinding toward this new path that we're on, and it, we kind of celebrated that with the release of our new Pilsner. And I love this beer. It's, uh, it comes, goes back with Prescott, our, our head of director of operations, uh, his home brew, and, yeah. and the team here, Andrew and Kendall and Sam, have just brought that thing to a whole new level. Yeah, plus, plus the kind of new normal that we're getting into. It's like, you know, if you're sick, actually take your sick days. Don't kill yourself or go yes. infect other people at work. Take it's, your sick days. You know, take, take your, your sick PTO. days. Oh, and, yeah. and so this, like the Wayfinder, it sounds like it's going to that new normal. So. I'm in love with that beer. I didn't pour one for myself, awesome. but, but I've drank right. so much so, of it, I can describe it. Still do it. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Um, yeah, really, really proud of that beer. It's uh, out and available in the can now. And, mm -hmm. you know, one thing which you'll see from us, mm. you can see it on the back of this, but we're putting wow. QR codes on all of our cans. Yeah. And all of them go to a video of our brewer talking about the beer. So if you actually click the, 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 the QR code there, you'll go and listen to Andrew tell you all about Wayfinder. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and more brewers are starting to realize you have to use social media. You, you have to, you know, we're, in my eyes, we're a small show, uh -huh. but, you, you know, letting guys like us talk to you about the brewery and getting your name out there to people who you never thought would be there, sure. it, that's so important now. It's, that, it's, well, it, yeah, of course, it is, yeah. it is an, it's a must in these days. Mm -hmm. But what I would say with our engagement on this, these, these brewer videos is that it's really hard to connect all the information that you want to connect with, with a point of purchase of a can. Yeah. We put as much information on the can as we want that doesn't confuse you. We can, we can tell you what it is. We make you feel like you're, 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 you're comfortable with what you're buying. We've got ingredients on the side. We've got a little blurb on the history. Mm -hmm. But the fact that now you can go directly linked off QR code and hear our brewer tell you what yeah. you might not know about the beer in a way in which you don't have to sit there and you know put, yeah. put your glasses on and read from the can. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, just, it's a level of engagement that I think a, a, a brewery of our size we have to have it because we're not big enough to go out and buy that advertising. We mm -hmm. have to do it kind of like, you know, old school guerrilla style marketing where you actually have to just simply click this and we'll take you on the, the, the understanding of what it is. Yeah, amazing. Um, what's next for 14 stars of brand? Obviously you said expansion into more states, possibly Canada, but, but well, beyond so, that, no. Not really actually. Okay. Yeah, I would say actually Canada would be a fun opportunity yeah. for us. But really the next 
The next step for Fourteen Star is actually really doubling down and hunkering down in our home market. Uh, we are we are a Vermont brewery, uh, mm -hmm. and Vermont beer, and this market to us is number one. Uh, we do distribute to uh, other states throughout the region, uh, but but ninety percent of our business is done through Vermont, okay. and we cool. are building out a new team to make sure that we're taking care of the home base here, mm -hmm. and at the same time getting excited about kind of rebuilding our tap room in ways which you're seeing new music, new entertainment. We have events here at least two or three days a week. We have music at least twice a week. We have parking lot parties. Uh, next Friday, we have a, uh, a, 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 a day to celebrate dogs. Okay. Uh, yeah, pints uh, for pups, or I can't remember. Pints and Pints, I think pints I saw, pints. or Pints and Pups, one, one of those. So we'll, we're having a record store fair uh, in October. We're having a, a small business day where we're inviting other uh, small mm -hmm. um, vendors to set up and sell. So. The, the event calendar here is, is is a huge priority to us, and, and the team does a great job. Do you see just maybe, because I know cornhole has become super yeah, popular, maybe right. a cornhole tournament or a beer pong so tournament that, or anything like so that? I, so, <laughs> yes, we have it outside. We also have a uh, we have an amazing one mile up the road. It's called Hardack, and it's a resort. It's got a single lift uh, if you want to ski and snowboard. Mm -hmm. It's got a sledding hill, but it's got an amazing disc golf. And I, was, I played 18 holes yesterday, <laughs> and it's an amazing course. It was awesome. Um, I took some great pictures. Yeah. So we're going to create some disc golf in the parking lot. But if you noticed, I don't know if you noticed, but the parking lot has just enough pitch to it okay. that if you're playing cornhole as you get down you yeah. kind of get a little bit more right um but uh but yeah uh, we have a lot of music and a lot of events yeah. out there so ah disc golf and i like that became my pandemic sport too yeah. as i started playing disc golf you have to go up to the the, the hard deck up there yeah. it's so fun yeah, yeah I, I use an app uh, speaking of apps i noticed you guys have uh, untapped we do on the screen we uh do. Do you find that's beneficial at all? Are people yeah. discovering you through Untapped? Totally, it's it's it totally is. It's important for us to have that, and we actually just updated our subscriptions so okay. for another year uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I know Untapped's making making money hand over fist right now for what they're doing. I mean, they had their own beer festival at a football stadium. Yeah, it's, that's a pretty that's, good. That's pretty good. That's, yeah, that's that's a huge that's huge a whole, thing. The whole new so, level. Yeah, uh, that's that's you know that's the other thing that kind of the dream as a craft uh, craft beer snob. But it's uh, it's to get to that untapped and and it, for me it is it's a it's a video game where I check in my beers it's cool. it's beer Pokemon so yeah no we celebrate that yeah. we uh, we have all sorts of resources that we engage with consumers on so yeah we want to know what people are feeling about our beers it's important we look at it every week it's not something that we we do passively it's it's yeah. it's every time someone's you know reviewing us we're 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 taking note and yeah. and, and passing it on. Love it. So Ryan, thank you very much for stepping up and talking with us about 14 Star the beer and and everything kind of Vermont. Um, let the people know where they can find you who are looking for you. So we are uh, in St. Albans City. Uh, you can find us all throughout Vermont, um, but in here specifically, if you just get off of uh, exit 89, we're right off the exit. Uh, great little town to come visit. So join us in the tap room, and if you're looking for our cans, we're available all across Vermont and the entire region, and soon to be with the help of my new friend, potentially <laughs> in Canada. Um, website, uh, social media? At 14 Star Brewing and 14starbrewing.com. Easy to find, uh, really easy to navigate website. Amazing. Once again, thank you very much. As for us, allbeerinside.com is the website, at allbeerinside on all social media. And as I say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap. <laughs> Cheers.